You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. We know nothing. 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 So give us a call. We'll give it our all. Because if there's one thing we know, it's how to pick up the phone. We know nothing, but we'll try. Hi, and welcome to We Know Nothing. It's a very special episode today, Phil. Very special. I think so. You brought in your friend. Todd. I did. Uh, Jim Toos. Hi. Jim Toos. I'm Jim Toos. Of we, the of the undone sweaters. Yeah. Jim is a uh, Jim is a very very funny stand-up comedian. We did a show together on Tuesday, uh Chemistry, the show I host at UCB East. Mm. We, weekly show at 11 o'clock. Still I'm going to get there, I oh, promise. Please do. Yes, please come <laughs> by. Uh, Jim is on the show and then Jim's also in a Weezer cover band that has a, a really funny uh, web series called The Undone Sweaters. Yeah. We're we're Brooklyn's number 2 Weezer tribute band. Holy shit, there's yeah. a number one. Second best. Yeah, th- well, I, we haven't met them yet, but there's another Weezer tribute band that plays around New York. I think they're in Brooklyn, and they're called the Sweater Songs. Um, and apparently they're all, like, r- legit musicians. Are you not? And I mean, I mean I'm mean, i a stand-up comic who <laughs> learned the Blue Album. <laughs> I, pl- I played it? guitar since I was young, so I, I mean, I know a lot of other stuff, but I'm, that's musically, that's the level I'm at. Do you guys blue know album. every Weezer song? We only know the whole Blue Album. Oh, And like shit. one or two songs off Pinkerton. <laughs> how, long, okay. how long did it take to learn the whole Blue Album? Uh, it's honestly, it, it probably, to get comfortable with it, to where we could be like, hey, we have a show on Saturday, let's, let's just burn through it. It took like a year to get like, because, you know, we all do our own thing yeah. comedy-wise. Uh-huh. So it's like, you know, pract- you practice in these small bursts, and then you don't even touch a guitar for three weeks. So it took a while to get, to get where I was like, okay, this sounds good, and I'm not afraid to are have they people good hear musicians? it. Like I know they're like yeah. good poppy songwriters, but are they good? Oh, uh, oh, the guys from Weezer? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think so. Oh my god, they're yeah. amazing. Are they? Yeah. I remember seeing them once at Coachella and being so shocked and staggered at how many hits they had. Yeah, yeah that whole album is a hit, right? All the whole, their albums. Oh, well, well, the whole Blue album, and, and then like Pinkerton was like critically kind of shit on, but. Uh, yeah, they're definitely. Goddamn, you half Japanese girls. Yeah. You do it to me every time. Pinkerton That's is the P- best Pinkerton's line. probably my favorite. Uh, but yeah, they're It was they're critically good acclaimed, but it was not the poppiest. Uh, no, no, no. Did you ever no, read th- that Rolling Stone article with Rivers Cuomo where he talks about obsessively studying Nirvana? And their song structure and how he has a book in his garage yeah. where he like he maps like a, out a binder songs. of like all these pop songs uh, written out structurally so that he could, he was like basically trying to figure out the formula of a pop song. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's so cool. He has such an interesting life. Like he was he's really into meditation for a while. Like didn't he, he go. He does. Yeah. He does. He, he, I read an interview maybe 10 years or I don't know. Maybe it wasn't 10 years. Maybe five years ago. And he was really into. Vipassana. Didn't he go back? He went back to college, right? Yeah, he went went to Harvard. Yeah, he went back to Harvard, and he in the interview he he meditated. And I did that retreat, the Vipassana retreat. You, it's a vow of silence for ten days. I want to do this. Where do you go? Uh, I went to New Hampshire, um, but I have a friend who just left uh, yesterday, and he's doing it in Texas. But uh, so you go and you, it's a vow of silence. You start meditating at like five in the morning, and then you have a break, but you go till like nine o'clock at night. So he had just done that and he was talking about it and you have to meditate in the same spot and because he was living in a dorm he was medit they suggest you meditate in the same spot every day he was meditating in his closet. Uh, <laughs> I remember re- yeah I do remember reading that interview yeah. And didn't he take a vow of celibacy or something at some point? 
Uh, I don't know if it was a vow, but he he's definitely talked about how he went celibate for like a long time. Because I was looking up um, the lyrics for Tired of Sex, which yeah. is such a great song. And uh, what is it? Here it is. It's They're so good. Um, oh, maybe I didn't write it down. Oh, yeah. Monday night I'm making Jen. Tuesday night I'm making Lynn. Wednesday night I'm making Jasmine. Oh, why can't I be making love come true? Yeah. It's so good. It's so, a super rock star song. Like, oh, I'm getting, I'm getting so much action, but I just want love. Okay, Rivers. it was cool. You don't hear that a, a whole lot. Like, no. being tired of sex is sort of funny. No. But yeah, he seems like a really interesting guy. And then he he did end up getting married and settling down. Right, mm-hmm. he has kids. Yeah, he has a family. So you guys are all comedians first and foremost. Yeah, yeah. We st- like that's how we met. We're all stand ups. And then uh, Reed and Andrew had a show that was called Underbelly, where you, it's stand-ups d- not doing an, any stand-up. So I was like, hey, can I just come play some Weezer songs on my acoustic guitar? And they were like, yeah, sure. And then they were like, we play music too. And I was like, well, let's play something together. So we put together like this like me- uh, medley of like four Weezer songs. And then we were like, that was fun. So then we kept practicing. Which four? Which four? I don't even remember anymore. And it was like say it, it was like a section of say it ain't so, a section of uh, El Scorcho, and maybe one or two other songs. I really can't even remember anymore. It was a while ago. And then we wanted to write something together, so we ended up doing the web series about this. Like, they're basically a sociophobic Weezer tribute band <laughs> that has no desire to play out. Their only right. their only goal is to get better at playing Weezer. And they have no exterior motive. They they would just want to stay in the practice space. Yeah, I watched like six the, episodes yeah. today. They're short too. They go by quickly. Yeah, right? this is a web thing. We have the second batch uh, is being edited right now. So yeah, so the, those will be. It's shot really well. How do you do it and who does it? That's Adam Wirtz. He, uh, he's a really good uh, director, video guy that's kind of in the comedy world. He does a lot of stuff for, I don't forget who he works for now. Like he has like a legit job now. Um, but he's on a lot of stuff for like Murder Fist and what? some other sketch groups. What's Murder, Murder Fist? Fist? Is that like a new <laughs> a metal band? Yeah. Have you, you know, you know who they I are? know Murder Fist. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, they have a lot. Yeah, their sketches are. Yeah. I can't get over. Mind you, they got mustard on me at one point. I, of course. <laughs> I can't get over this guy's beard right over oh, really? here. Phil, you, you are like, wait, we'll come back to the undone sweaters. But look at this beard. It is a full. <laughs> That's a done sweater. It's, a, it's, it's fairly new. I did not know you had it in you. It's full. It's fierce. Yeah. It looks good. I like the little Thank grays you. you have yeah, going in it. I, I didn't know about the grays to this time. I haven't hadn't had a beer in a while. <laughs> you don't look sickly, as Joe List said. Oh, right. Yeah, he was very insulting, Joe List. Um, <laughs> sure, fueled on jealousy. I, no, uh, Mello's really into the beard. I bet, yeah. yeah. It's kind of a cool thing. That's, she encouraged it immensely. Yeah, good job, Mello. I like it. It looks good. Oh, thank you. I like your whole look today. You got oh, a blue hat on. Oh, we're, this is the first time we're ever filming. Yeah. We know nothing. We should promote this somehow. Well, we'll, we'll maybe there's a link or something to how you can watch the podcast. Yeah, we'll find out. Yeah, so I'm glad I wore some makeup today. Washed my hair. You look very nice. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, Jim, where, where are you from? Originally from Allentown, Pennsylvania. Oh, cool. Yeah. So not too far from here. It's Amish, right? It, well, Allentown. I'm just guessing. Not. I have I, no it's idea. A, right outside of Allentown, yes. Like Lank, Lancaster. Isn't there like, a famous song Amish, about Allentown? Yes, it's called Jump, Allentown. Billy, Billy Joel. I had, I had, I, 
did a um, NACA thing, like a showcase for colleges yeah. in Allentown. Oh, really? Yeah, and it was the night, um, my first late night spot was gonna be, it was aired, uh, mm -hmm. Craig Ferguson set, and I watched it by myself in a hotel mm -hmm. in Allentown. Uh, it was depressing. <laughs> and then I took uh, a bus to New York City, Peter Pan, yeah. that bus line, is that famous? And I picked up some weird thing on the bus where I woke a disease, up. Disease or yes, a disease. I woke up. Well, I don't know if it was a, it's officially a disease, but I woke up the next, so that was like a Saturday. I got back into the city on a Saturday. I woke up Sunday morning with this crazy vertigo situation where I could not get off from a bus. I believe I must have caught yeah. it from the yeah, bus. Yeah, I mean, where you, you you can catch just about anything on a bus. Dude, you can't I mean, catch a vertigo off a bus. You no, know, but I caught <laughs> some weird vi I caught some weird virus, and I woke up and could not get off my friend. Thank God my friend wasn't home. I just had the place to my myself but i to get off the couch or anything like that i'd put one hand over my eye and Whoa. like crawl like if i had to use the washroom or whatever i was just fucked for a day on the couch and then by the end of the day i kind of got well enough i think I, I was able to like go down the stairs and get get food and stuff like that it was That's so my worst nightmare it was no it was so crazy maybe you have a brain tumor you should i'm check fine it out. this okay. was years ago okay good. uh this was yeah this is probably like five or four i don't know it was years ago is that but, the uh, chinatown line no, no peter, peter pan's, pan's fairly legit there's a better bus that goes between okay. allentown and new york but Peter Guys, Pan's watch like, out yeah. for vertigo. Maybe I caught it in the state in the uh, the hotel. Thing. Yeah, I, I could have caught it in the hotel. I could have caught it. Or at the it. college. I mean, those kids are coming from all over the I don't place know. carrying. I don't. Yeah, I don't. But God it was, knows it was such an intense day. If it happened on the street, I don't know what I would like. There's no. If it, no one would have helped me because it would have been like, oh, this guy is so messed up. Because you couldn't. It was crazy. It was so the room was spinning not this way but like that that's way. That's awful. That's yeah. like, oh, that's the, bad. Today yeah. I was looking at last I, time I took this bus. Today's throwback. <laughs> Tuesday on Instagram so you people often post their old pictures uh -huh. and I was looking through mine and I found this old shot of me like double fisting drinks I and saw I, that I have a glass of wine and then I think I have a vodka soda yeah and I was just looking back at that kind of laughing like oh I, for I forgot about that time and I look so unhealthy I mean I'm having fun but I vaguely remember the night there are pictures of me dancing on the bar at the cubby hole which is a lesbian bar that my friends took me to I walk by that every day I did some yoga pose that was highly obscene to be doing on the bar. And there's oh, really? photographic evidence of that. I don't recall any of it. Wow. Yeah, but I do remember like waking up sometimes from hangovers and, and having that sense of like, not vertigo so much, but definite, like the spins. I don't miss the spins at no. all. No. Oh, Those are, yeah. You yeah. have to put one foot on the floor? Mm. Going to bed and getting the spins was the worst. That yeah. happened to me constantly. That's when you knew a really bad hangover was around the bed. Oh, God. Yeah. Do, do you drink, Jim? I do. I don't I don't drink to the, to the spins point anymore. But I've had, you know, I've had my share of that. <laughs> I'm like, wah, wah. I think I've done it like. See you later. Maybe this, accidentally on a holiday uh, where I just normal like, person. Oh, forgot about this. I, yeah, it ha yeah, I, I, it hasn't happened to me in a couple of years, but it has. It definitely occurred when I was a young man. Mine this, always took me by surprise. Like it would be a normal yeah. evening, and then all of a sudden I'd be like, "What happened?" Yeah. No, I would like growing up. You that was kind of the goal to yeah. a certain extent. Right. Yeah, you knew that's what was gonna happen and you knew like, you lay down, okay, the room's gonna spin for a while, but if I just hang out, put one foot on the floor, yeah. I'll be good and then I'll be asleep before I even know what's happening. Yeah. yeah. And then I'll wake up and I'll feel like shit for like 20 minutes, eat a McDonald's breakfast sandwich and I'll be good to go. God, you could eat <laughs> but so yeah, much. That doesn't happen anymore. Up. 
So now you're living in Brooklyn with your yeah. bandmates who are also your fellow comedians. Yeah. Well, we don't we don't live together. We live close by, but yeah. We're oh, not yeah. like we that don't live in the same house. It did sound like I was insinuating that you guys like, all live together. Like the That's monkeys. I, <laughs> I mean, you guys all res- reside in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know where I got that, but I was right. I'm glad I was right. Um, this web series is really cool. It's funny. It's short. Did you intentionally keep it like under, isn't it like yeah. three They're all minutes? like, I think they're all, there's only one episode that's like 10 minutes and it was the last episode of the ba- first batch that we did. Cause we were like, if you liked, uh, if you liked it enough to get this far, you'll watch 10 minutes of the last episode. So is it really expensive to make something like this it, or do you have friends? I don't even like to look at how much it costs cause <laughs> like we all, all of us have day jobs. So this this stuff happens on evenings and and weekends, and we all just kind of like split the costs of everything, like like a uh, band. Yeah, like a band. You know, it's like okay, you know, renting the practice space, uh, renting lights and whatever the director needs, paying for food for everybody, cab rides because he can't. That's can't expensive. Take all that. It adds up. It really adds like up. It's like making an album every few weeks. How often do you shoot them? Uh, well, we we took a a break. But when we when we shoot, we usually do like three or four weekends to do one episode. No, 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 no. to do like the whole batch. And I'd you, say like I'd say like we could probably knock out one or two episodes in a weekend. It just depends. Do you write together? Like do you sit down yeah. and write? Is it all written? Bef- written yeah, it's before? all. It's very scripted. It's. I mean, we we like improvise later, but it's pretty pretty much what gets written is what ends up. On the, on the screen. It's so cool because it's such an original idea. It's cool that you guys actually do it because it's so easy to come up with things like that. And then Especially just write them off. Drinks and you'd be like, yeah, we're going to do that. And then, yeah, no, that's not. Well, I figure like, you know, like it, it's it's just a matter of like, it's fun to write stuff for characters. So it's like find a way to come up with characters for the people you like to write with and then, you know, go from there. Yeah. And I had a joke about starting a Weezer cover band called the Undone Sweaters with my friends who are now divorced. Right. So that's where that part of it came from Uh and then when reed and andrew and i wanted to get together and write something we're throwing ideas around and i was like what about this you know this undone sweaters thing there's goofy cover band in brooklyn and then from there we were like okay yeah that works let's start writing that out irl do you guys play shows yeah you really do yeah we did uh what's the, the well the last show we did was like a uh like a Christmas party at Creek in the Cave. We just played. Oh, nice. Do you only yeah. do songs from the Blue Album, though? Not anymore. Okay, good. We d- uh, actually, that last show we played, it was mostly the Blue Album, but we did like we did a, uh, a Ramones song. We did Steely Dan. We did, uh, we did a song by Mac DeMarco. So we just like, if we like a song, we go and learn it in the practice space just for fun uh, and then play it out if we want to. But... If you wanted to play Weezer songs from start to finish, wouldn't you be playing for like five hours or six? If we or played seven a lot, of, yeah. I mean, the, I mean, their catalog so is albums. pretty. Bad. Yeah, is it nine? What, nine what album albums? was Photograph on? That to me, I don't know why. Uh, the Green I, Album. God, I love that song. I remember being really depressed song. once in San Diego, and my life was at this weird juncture, and I was yeah. like, I can't get out of this town. That's when Weezer catches you. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> you're in San Diego, yeah. and you're stoned and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't get out of this, like, I hadn't, everything was okay. Everything was mediocre, and I was like, I just can't get past this weird feeling of, like, everything's blasé. Like, my job was okay, I had decent money in the bank, but there, there was no passion in my life. Yeah. And I heard this song, I was a DJ on the radio at the time and we were playing this song, 
photograph. And that first line, I just remember, if you want it, you can mm-hmm. have it, but you gotta learn to, what is it? Reach, reach out there and grab it. Yeah. Because yeah. everybody wants to love. Oh, That's baby. a good pop song. That's a good That's poppy so good. music song. And I was like, yeah, if you want it, you can have it. And I just, I always, I would sing that line to myself over and over. Anytime I caught myself complaining about anything, I'd be like, just fucking do it. That's what he's saying. He's like a self-help guru. Yeah, just go to Harvard. Just write a couple songs <laughs> and get discovered with your band in L.A. Where are they based? They're in L.A. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think they've always, that's where they've always been, as far as I know. Yeah. I remember years and years ago seeing the two, two of those, the two main guys at a bar in New York. Oh, Brian and Rivers? Uh, or yeah. the lead singer? And, yeah. I always called him Bri, but yeah, Brian. Oh. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> Brian. I'm a little more familiar yeah. with him, but yeah. I've never met any of them. And it's still kind of like, it's on my list, but now at this point, I'm like scared to, because I just don't know what. Like, what, now it would be even worse. Because <laughs> I'd be gonna like, happen? Yeah. Well, no, because I'd be like, yeah, because I, mean, I feel like they've seen the web series. They tweeted the web series out. What? Are you serious? Yeah. They tweeted the uh, link to the first episode. Wow. Like, the day after we, a couple days after we really? posted it. Yep. That had to feel good. It did, because it ended up on some, it randomly ended up on some, like, super fan message board, and they were just like, uh, found this weird Weezer web series. <laughs> And then uh, that yeah. other Weezer cover band is so bummed that oh. they didn't get tweeted out. What are they called? The sweater, the sweater songs. I'm sorry. Sweater well, songs. I mean, yeah, but they play like they like sell out the Brooklyn Bowl. Oh, like, really? Well. Yeah. Have you gotten to see them? No, I want to, but I seem they seem to be in when we're out of town. So. Can you do a web series about you guys and the sweater songs? Feuding? Having a rivalry. Yeah, yeah so we, is there no, an episode we, we, about rivalry. We did write a rivalry episode where it was uh, an all-black Weezer cover band. Oh, that's good. That's funny. But uh, then we came to we came to good terms at the end of it to kind of represent racial harmony. It's like West Side Story. Just, yeah, just like. Okay, yeah. name these songs. Flip on the telly. Wrestle with Jimmy. Say it ain't so. Okay. Am I supposed to do this? Or am I supposed <laughs> to look to me. I say this is the only song I know. So okay. do that, you can only do that one for me. Okay, Phil. Somebody's hiney is crowding my icebox. Uh, I I have the blue album. I listened to. I haven't listened to it in probably it's ten a, years. Though. It's the same song. Oh, oh, the, what Jim said. <laughs> okay, Jim. How about um, in five seconds or less? What song is this? I can't love my business if I can't get a trick down on Santa Monica where tricks aren't for kids. Hashpipe. Nice. Oh, I know that song too. Uh, and you wish you could quit because you're really sick of it, but you're... I'm just a no-class beat-down fool, and I will always be that way. I might Pork, as... pork and beans? Nope. No. I can hear it in my head. And you wish you could quit because oh you're really sick of it, but you're mm. on drugs. It'd be great oh, if I got it. <laughs> it's called on drugs? Yeah. We, we are on drugs. Isn't that it? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I don't even, what album is that on? Ah, uh, the newish. Was that the green? No, I that remember. wasn't. I don't think that was a green album. It was the one that Beverly Hills was on. What's Ratitude? Because Rat- that's such a great album title. Ratatouille. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a there's definitely Phil, you're out of touch with Weezer trivia. <laughs> there was definitely a, a long period that I didn't bother too much with Weezer because I was just like, I don't this is getting weird. And then I kind of came back around. Isn't it so good. Really good? Is it don't you think it's so so much of it is timing? 
And yeah. thank God, I was thinking this when we were talking last night. The Blue Album just came out at the perfect time for you. You got into it. Yep. For me, it's The Grateful Dead. I started listening oh, yeah. to them. It was just a perfect time. I started listening to The Dead. And you just get, it doesn't matter. What, but if you, you're so lucky. Some people don't have a band that they're really passionate about or a band that's just like, you just can just put on or whatever. Well, since you asked, for me, it was Liz Fair. I was going <laughs> to, I was going to, no, but my, my thing was, wouldn't it suck if there were other things in your life that were introduced at that moment? Music seems to be the only thing that really does that. Maybe yeah. like a movie or something like that. But could you, I was thinking when we were talking the other night, could you, if you just met, if you meet someone at a certain point, say like a girlfriend or whatever, then yeah. you break up, but then you're always stuck on them like you would be stuck on Weezer, but then yeah. you're gone. Do you know what I mean? Isn't it? Yeah. Does this make sense? Is, isn't no, it? No. What are you saying? I'm well, yeah. saying you just get hooked. Like, say Jim got hooked. It's on such Weezer. a super impressionable time in your life. Like that. Like for me, it was like late middle school into high school was when everything that I listened to was like permanently stamped on my oh, brain. Oh, are you, you saying I mean? like wouldn't it suck if you yes. couldn't evolve musically past a certain point? No, if you couldn't, if you got stuck like you, emotionally? you have your favorite band. Yeah, if you got stuck emotionally like that where you just always oh, yeah. went back. Do people do that? I mean, I think I live there. <laughs> I really? Yeah, they, they, I, I mean, I'd, 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 like, I started a Weezer tribute on? band, so if, <laughs> if there's any definition of stuck... That would probably you're be. No, but I'm saying you're <laughs> stuck. No, but you, no, okay, so you're stuck on Weezer, but what if at the same, what if you were stuck on, you, know, you, you started a tribute or, or to your high school girlfriend, like you just couldn't oh, get Oh, yeah, if there was That's something else. I mean. or yeah. Like, yeah, you, yeah, you were writing like... Uh, I think it's a gift. Writing I mean, fan fiction based on a book you read in ninth grade for the rest of your life. Don't we all know those people, though? Like, you know somebody that's just like still talking about high school or something. I, yeah, like, I, oh, yeah. People who, I guess I know some people who... Um, yeah, maybe if you don't leave your hometown or something like that, or I don't know. Some people do get stuck at that. It seems to be the cliche is like an athlete that peaked in <clears throat> high school. Yeah, glory days. Yeah, in this kind of situation. Yeah. Um, or like a McConaughey dazed and confused character that just like never leaves the high going school. Going to prom yeah. at twenty three. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I um, but I think it's so the one thing I think it's such a gift to have something that you just that always brings you joy like that, like a band or whatever. Mm -hmm. But sometimes people don't realize. Like I know no one else, no one wants to hear me talk about the Grateful Dead. You must. I do, do. a little, no, but a little bit. And and when I meet someone who's also I want to smoke dead. some grass at the end and talk about the dead. <laughs> but uh, we'll you have a, to call it grass. If we'll you're score right. I want to talk about we'll that too. That's another thing I really want to bring up. But keep. But your, I'm just saying that. Um, Sometimes you talk to people and they're into something and it could be a sports team. Like I have friends that are like really into like, say like the San Francisco 49ers or whatever. But when you or st people are into Star Wars, like you, there are humans walking around with like sleeves of Star Wars tattoos. Oh yeah. Going oh. to conventions every year and yeah. And, and getting mad at George Lucas. Anything, not I think getting anything, laid. <laughs> anything, anything that's pleasant and is, is a great distraction. I think that's like a gift to have that. But some people don't realize that it's just their thing and they introduce it into conversations all the time or they think yeah. that you should also care about star wars to that yeah extent. but i recognize it could be a band it could be whatever yeah i don't ever expect anybody to care about weezer if it comes up then really? I'm like, but yeah. is it a source of embarrassment or no it's not a source of embarrassment for me because i i'm pretty objective about it like this is just a thing that i thought would be fun to do and this is music that i definitely i love the blue album and pinkerton you know but it, it, it's like I've moved past that, obviously. Yeah. And I can appreciate what Weezer's doing. And I, I don't even get, like, some people are, like, mad at, at we, like, Uber fans are, like, mad at them for everything after Pinkerton, you know? And it's like, yeah. 
what are you talking about? Like they're people, they're adults that had yeah. to like yeah. continue making on with their a lives. Lot of and money. <laughs> yeah, they're making a lot of money, but they're and then the pressure is there to keep making something. That, so it's just like, yeah, I'm glad that I'm glad that I can be objective about it and just be like, yeah, that's this key. Is fun. Yeah. yeah, I think as long as you're objective about it, then it's like it's a gift because then you just have this thing that is just an interest or whatever. I think it's in anything that you can you just know a lot about is interesting because there's only so many topics that you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. That's we. We are. I'm not even. I think it's cool you're doing it. But yeah, I think it's cool too. Oh, you're not knowledgeable. I am knowledgeable. But if I had to pick, yeah, if I had to pick one thing, it might be that. But I don't know. That's a lot of like. uh, Yeah, a lot of people expect you. uh, Now, like you have to have something that you know everything about, and I'm like, I don't know, man. You know a lot about that. Too many different things. You know a lot about that, and it's cool. It must be. I was thinking, God, to to learn somebody else's catalog and then perform it, that's kind of a cool thing. I mean... It taught me a lot about songwriting and song structure and stuff like that. Yeah, do you have a binder full of... I don't, but I I really... I had this... So I have this weird goal uh, that it's still kind of rolling around the back of my head for when I'm like uh, rich and have a lot of free time. And I would like to... I would like to re-record the whole Blue album, but by myself. Yes. I, like I go through and track every piece of it, and sing sing a drums, bass, oh cool, both man. guitars, and and re just redo the whole Blue album. But only because I think it would be a cool learning experience. Oh my I mean, goodness, I guess I could yeah. do it with another yeah. album, but uh. yeah. That's uh. That always that's makes a you goal. a better musician to learn a new song. I we, feel like the three of us have gotten. Like the, if you looked at us as musicians, like when we started this whole thing from there to now, it's like the difference is insane. We're like, wow, I didn't even know this might happen. Yeah, because you're learning somebody else's song and you're like, yeah. wait, they're going where? Okay, we're doing yeah. this chord, which I've never learned before or yeah. would even think to go to. And so many great bands started as cover, like, you know, started played a ton of covers and stuff like that, right? Um, I don't, I'm sure they have. Yeah, you. I mean, it's kind of like, Didn't I know you, people in bands that are like, yeah, we have these originals, but when we play at this bar, we need to play three or four covers so that we can get everybody paying attention again. Didn't the Beatles play a majority when they were in Germany? Didn't they play a lot of cover tunes? I have no idea. When I should know that. All those shows? They, covered the, start they covered the Ramones a, a lot. They did when they started. Oh yeah. Just kidding. Um, what? Uh, so, but, <laughs> but isn't it? So, it, I, yeah, I totally. I think that's it. Everyone does that. Everyone learns by you know when you start playing guitar or whatever. Right. Isn't it's funny that you don't you kind of try to do the opposite with comedy though because you don't want to learn yeah your your immediate attempt is originality yeah which is you're like, just trying to divert away from you know the people that you like or right whatever. and no and no going through the process of any other like art related thing you know that emulation is like this weird valuable period. Right, like and a lot of comedians say when they start, they memorize other comedians' albums. Right, they memorize them or, or mimic them. But then this, it's weird because the second you start performing for other people, you're, their people are like, oh, you sound like Mitch Redberg or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like, well, how, how was I supposed to not when, for, right. for I, two years? I didn't, I, tried, I didn't I tried to not study anybody, really. I just tried to do at first. Just, maybe it was detrimental, I'm not sure. But when I started, Hedberg was, everyone sounded like Hedberg. Yeah, Hedberg, you could listen to before a show yeah. when you're starting out, and you will go on stage you would just, with that yeah. cadence. It's right. crazy. Yeah, I, I had that problem with Dave Attell. Oh, because I, I just became so obsessed with uh, Skanks for the Memories. Yeah, oh that my everything, god, so everything good. I said sounded yeah. like that. That album is so insane. Can I hear a little? 
Uh, I, I have a YouTube clip up of me doing an impression of Dave. Well, you're in for front of me. Trick or treat. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> How does it go? Can you do it? Uh, I, I should can't. Know. I don't remember what I did. What? I should oh. know, like Dave's cadence. Um, yeah. He. Uh, let me. Let me think <clears throat> of something. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm blanking right now. I'm totally blanking. If it comes to you, let us. Yeah. 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 Tell was another one though, because his his he's so quick. Oh, the you should have hung out thing. Do you oh. ever hear? You remember? Yeah, 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 you yeah. should have hung out, man. You should have hung out. <laughs> five minutes after you left. It's always five minutes after you left. <laughs> wow, that's great. The Dixie Chick showed up and blew everybody. <laughs> but that, yeah, that was the album that I had. Like, but the problem is, I, I hear it. I hear it. It's I good. started it like listening to a lot of comedy right at the time I started. So oh, okay. as soon as I. As soon as I went to the open mics, I was just like, I sound, I'm sure I sounded exactly like him for a good yeah. year. Atel's definitely another dude that a lot of people uh, emulate just because he's so good. Yeah. And he's so quick and he has a very distinct cadence. Yeah. I can't even, I have it in my head just that like, there's like, he has a very distinct rhythm mm-hmm. and I, I can't even, I, I can't, I'm not going to try to do it, but I have it in my, it's, it is, it's very distinct. I did that. Uh, for Stick or Treat, which is that comedy show where you do other comedians. Have you ever seen this? Mm-hmm. You, you've seen uh, you, I, yes, I know. I, I'm aware. I've never participated. Oh, okay. Where is it? I did. It's They do it. They do one in L.A. and they do one here in New York. They did it at Littlefield in Brooklyn, I think, the last two years. It's super popular. Yeah. That's a brilliant it's idea. so much fun. I did... I did a tell last year, and this year I did Gallagher <laughs> on roller skates. So I came out and skated across the stage. Did Gallagher, Gallagher wear roller skates? He did. He oh, did really? roller skates in like two of his specials. Uh-oh. That was the other thing. I watched three Gallagher specials. Wow. To, to like, he deserved an award. To, to be like, oh, what did he do again? <laughs> What's he do besides the I've never the watermelon thing? Yeah. It's such a weird, because I remember watching a lot of Gallagher as a kid. And I never got into Gallagher. I wouldn't say I was into him, but that's what would end up on HBO, and I'd be sitting in front of it and you were watching it. You yeah. Were <laughs> when I was a child. <laughs> but he's got, he's got some good stuff. <laughs> I, I hate to defend Gallagher, but like... I remember there was an episode on uh, my only exposure, because I, I guess he just wasn't big in Canada. Oh, but okay. But my exposure... Uh, oh, and I have an announcement after this little thing. Okay. My exposure to Gallagher was... Um, uh, it was a Cosby Show episode where the kids were watching him. And, and oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And I don't and remember that. Yeah, yeah. They were talking like Bill Cosby was like talking about you know that he was like breaking things with watermelon. Like <laughs> yeah, it was a Gallagher. Episode. Isn't he racist? Who Gallagher? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, from the WT. From the WT. Yes, yeah. that was crazy. From the get go. Yeah. Well, that was my character when I did Gallagher. It was tr- it was Truther Gallagher. So he had he was super paranoid and ended up uh, all this. Punchline's kind of steered towards conspiracy theories. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I kind of, yeah. And then didn't his, doesn't, isn't there, ga- his brother Gallagher does too. his act? Yeah, his brother does that. I don't know what the, I mean, I know that I hear that happen, but I don't know where and when or who saw Gallagher too. That's uh-huh. one of those. But it was a thing. His brother I, yeah, started as far doing as his act and billing himself as Gallagher too. That's so sad. That's so weird. <laughs> There's like so yeah. many weird layers to that. I could be Gallagher 3. I mean, there's no video of my performance that night, but if there was. Who every stick or treat? There's always someone that just knocks it out of the park. Uh, last year it was, last year I thought it was Nick Vatterot doing Bill Burr. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, I, saw I could see that. Melissa Via Senor, or however you say her last name, 
from L.A. She does an amazing Whitney Cummings, and I saw that once <laughs> in L.A. Oh, really? Oh, my God. And her Sarah Silverman are so good. Oh, that's funny. Incredible. Did you know that girl? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the name sounds good. familiar. She's oh, okay. great. She's really Dave, great. Dave uh, tweeted, uh, last Halloween, mm -hmm. I tweeted my video of me doing Dave from the previous year, and he uh, retweeted it. Really? Yeah, I got a ton of traffic from that. Oh, I know what, Jim, I know what I wanted to ask you. Anya, I'm not sure if uh, if you know this, but uh, Jim was on an episode of Louie. Oh, really? Which, yeah. which character were you? You look familiar. Uh, I was Jim Tooth. You were? <laughs> on an episode of Louie. Yeah, they don't say my name. That's but... Melissa. She's oh, okay. cute. Via Senor. Uh, um, I don't know how to say her last name, but she's great. She's really funny on Instagram and Vine, too. How did that come about? Because I was watching the episode, and then uh -huh. I was, like, uh, delighted to all of a sudden you were on. I uh, I did Whiplash, that show at UCB. Yeah. You know that show? Yeah. Great show. Yeah, really good show. And there, there's usually, every once in a while, there's a special guest, probably, like, every week, every other week, there's always somebody where you're just like, whoa. Yeah. And uh, the booker didn't tell me who it was, but... Jeremy Levenbach? Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I was backstage, and then all of a sudden I like turn, and Louis right there, and they're like, "Okay, you're going up right before Louis." I'm like, "Thank God, uh, it's not after." <laughs> yeah. So we're backstage, like to you know, like writing shit down or whatever, and then I go and I do my set, and I had a really good set, and when I came back, he was right at that backstage. You know, when you come through the curtain there, mm -hmm. yeah, and he was uh, super super uh, complimentary, and I was like, "Wow, that was." That was awesome. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. And uh, he gave me a uh, he gave me a tag for a joke. Are you like, serious? Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm and so I glad I like, asked the story. And I was like, oh, thanks. Thanks, what was, man. Did you do the tag in your act? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, really? Well, it was. It sounded like something he would say. So you never so tried I, it? I never tried it. What was the, can you say what the tag so was? So the joke was, uh, the joke was about me uh, living in uh, a bad neighborhood. Um and and uh, I don't even remember. I barely remember it now. It's like I bought like a white noise machine, um, but it played. It was just the sound of like sirens and people screaming at each other or something. It was joking. And it was just like, you should say it's white noise machines uh, machine to help white people fall asleep in bad mm -hmm. neighborhoods. And I was like, oh, that's funny. But it's very like I don't know. I just didn't. I was like, that's yeah, that's that you, funny. Man. That's you. Oh, okay. Uh, but I was, of course, I was like grateful for. I was like, oh, thanks. Yeah, and yeah. Then, how cool I is think, that? I think that's the end of it. And then uh, I'm in, I was in Montreal actually, just with friends, just hanging out. Uh -huh. And he uh, messaged me on Twitter, like DM'd me. What? And I was like, wow, this is weird. Yeah. Uh, and then he was like, got a question for you, email me. So I verify that that email was actually his <laughs> uh -huh. with the <laughs> whiplash booker. And I'm like, I think somebody's fucking with me. Uh -huh. <laughs> like, is it, yeah, this is really him. And then I emailed him and, uh, my phone number is in my signature, so I email him, and then like a minute later, my phone rings, and he's just like, "Hey, Jim, it's Louie. and I'm just like, "Are you?" Oh my goodness! Me? Yeah, yeah. To hear that voice, right? <laughs> to hear that voice, like on the, and I'm like, "Hey." Yeah, I mean that's common for me, but I could see. Yeah, no, I, I mean, a guy like you would probably just be like, "Hey, yeah. can you?" Yes. Uh, can what? You? Yeah, I got. I'm kind of in the middle of something yeah. right now, Louis. So if you could call me back later, and then. uh he was just like, hey, I got a question for you. Are you using that tag that I gave you? And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm not using it. Is he going to be offended? Yeah. And then I was like, no. And he was like, okay, uh, good, because I, I wrote a joke based on it, and I want to do the joke. If you wrote a joke that's like 
based on that tag. What a class act. And I was like, dude, yeah, t- please, you didn't have to. Yeah. You didn't have to ask me. Yeah. But I'm glad you did. That was, you know, super cool of you. Uh-huh. And he's like, all right, cool. And then he's like, so what's your deal? <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean, man? And I, and I tell him, I'm like, I don't even remember exactly what I said. I was just yeah, like. You brought the Weezer. Diarrhea. Ma- yeah, I was just like, oh. I just, yeah, I said the, the lyrics to a, a Weezer song. <laughs> I said. Uh, I'm tired of sex. Yeah. No, I just said like, oh, I'm just, I'm just trying to work, man. I, just, I, I still have a day job, and I'm like trying, just trying to get on TV and stuff, and like do my thing. And I'm like, uh, it, was, it was, you know, a lot of that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he's like, cool. Well, uh, yeah, you're real funny. So thank, you know, thanks. Uh, yeah, keep in touch. And I'm like, all right, that was weird. And then I'm like, what a crazy thing to wow. happen. Wow. <clears throat> and then two months later, ish, yeah, it was about two months later, three months later, maybe. Emailed me on a Monday night and was like, what are you doing tomorrow? And I was like, whatever whatever you want me to do. <laughs> yeah. And then he said, uh, come to uh, the comedy cellar. You know, I'm going to uh, loop you in with the casting director. I need somebody to do like, you know, just like some stuff on stage. Wow. So during, so a, reg- during a regular show? No, it was in the morning. It was like, I was like background basically. Um, so it was in front of the background actors at the cellar, uh-huh. you know, and I'm not, I don't, I'm not in at the cellar. So it was kind of weird because I was just like, oh, great. Now everybody's going to think I'm a fucking actor because uh, I don't perform down there. But I can't be like, oh, sorry, Louie, I'm not past the cellar. I don't know if there's some politics involved here. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. And, and so went, you went up because the clip, you're doing your act, right? Yeah. I just, I just wrote down like a couple of my shortest jokes because uh-huh. I knew like, obviously I'm not going to be on screen for more than. 15 seconds uh-huh. that, that would be generous so i just kind of wrote down the quickest things i could think from my acts so that yeah. i could possibly get like a full joke in yeah yeah and they kept you and in on the did. show yeah. on the app what a great credit yeah, yeah. congratulations that was my first tv credit what a it's no so small shakes but it's so cool that here is like arguably the biggest comic in the world right yeah and he gives you a tag and then it sparks something for him and then he's gonna call you to be like hey is that cool like it's just such yeah, a class something move. that like i would do with yeah somebody that you know is like a friend of mine yeah well i wouldn't have thought to do if i was at his level i would have been like it's just uh, this it's, kid uh, hope he doesn't realize <laughs> I. <laughs> or you wouldn't even think like it's just it's so cool and it's also uh it shows you how precious jokes are Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, to comics. Yeah. How precious jokes are to a real comic and a great comic. Like, it's just, yeah. it's great. It's very cool. And also that he would be like, yeah, you're funny. And then remember six weeks later or two months later, like, oh, I'm going to put uh, Jim in an episode. Yeah. That was really shocking to me because I was just like, well, that was a great run in. You know, like, yeah. you, get, you get those every once what in a while. Yeah. Oh, totally. I totally. wish you would have been like, sorry, man, I'm using that tag. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know what would have happened if I would have been actually using it. I, I felt bad saying I wasn't using it because I'm like, he's going to be insulted. <laughs> no, so but funny. any comic knows that, you know, we, people often give you tags. It's so in their, it's so in their voice. In their, right, doesn't. exactly. Right. And it's not like offensive. It's like, cool. I, I, that's well, what Prince that, did but, with the yeah. songwriters who wrote that song for Frozen that, that let it snow. I, I heard that he gave them the tag for I never, I never liked the winner or something anyway. Because he was, oh, really? they, yeah, he called them and um, he was like, "You guys need a tag for that chorus." Um, oh wow! So it was they, like they were talking about how they were from Minnesota and he was from Min- or Minneapolis. Yeah. And then he was like, "Yeah, the cold never bothered me anyway." And then he, he, one of them was like, 
that's a cool line. And he was like, that's a tag. You should use that for the <laughs> tag. And that ended up being like the major tag in the song. And oh, he man. didn't take any songwriting and credit. Prince is oh, just really? like, yeah, that's this is something cool. that flew out of my mouth <laughs> yeah. and uh, solved all your problems. <laughs> hey, we're out of time, but thanks for joining us, Jim Twos of the Jim, Undone Sweaters. Great. Thanks, thanks for having me. Do you want to talk about real quick or plug your documentary? I saw you had a documentary. Oh, yeah. I, did, I made a documentary about, I started comedy in Cleveland. Uh, and I made a documentary about it uh, two years ago. We filmed it, and now it's finally finished and released. It's called Make Fun, Building a Comedy Scene. Make and, Fun. Yeah. I like that. And it's available at makefunmovie.com, and it's five bucks. And you can follow Jim Twos on Twitter yeah. at Jim T-E-W-S. Do you have any upcoming performances? Um, uh, tonight I'll be at UCB East for my show called Fresh Out. Well, this won't air until... Oh. Tomorrow morning, yeah. probably. Well, the following Thursday. I'll every be at, Thursday. Every Thursday, I'm at UCB East. I host a show there with my friend Ashley. So. You're in New York. How about you, Phil Hanley? Yeah. Uh, I, yep, I'm in uh, the St. Louis Funny Bone uh, next weekend, which will be, what, are the, what? what is next weekend? It's Valentine's weekend. Oh, from Thursday. Valentine's. Oh, did they change it? From. <laughs> <laughs> you just said that. That was cute. From the 12th to the 15th. Thanks, Sam. I <laughs> love peonies and I love um, lilacs. Those oh, I'm going to get you something nice. Thank you. Okay, so Phil is there uh, Friday the 13th. I have more dates, but I know my 14th. book is way over there. I'll do all the dates the next episode. But I'm in St. Louis next weekend. Okay, and I will be doing Dave Attell's Comedy Underground. Uh, I'll do a couple songs there. February 17th, we had to reschedule because of the blizzard. I'm there too. I'm doing that too. You are? Yeah, yeah, Awesome. Yeah. Okay, so get your tickets for that ASAP. And then I'll be doing a special little singer-songwriter night of some new songs. Probably just me, myself, and my little Gibson hollow body. March 10th, which is a Tuesday, and also the day that my grandmother would have turned 100. Five? I don't know. But wow. Come. She's dead, but she would like it if you were there. Um, <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening to We Know Nothing. We love thanks. you guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.